2: Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women today is going to be so excellent because we have Dr. Jessica Peck and she was the president of the National Association of Pediatric Nurse Practitioners and she is here with us today and along with Jessica she has her daughter Shelby and her nickname is Dr. Nurse Mama. You can go to DrNurseMama.com to learn more about Dr. Jessica Peck but we want to talk about this the very pressing subject of teens and their parents and back to school and so many things going on. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so
1: much, Jennifer. We appreciate you having us.
2: Well, we are so honored. You have four teens of your own, but I don't know what their ages are at this point. You've been married 25 years and you've practiced as a nurse, a nurse practitioner for a long time.
1: I have. I'm married to a rocket scientist who thinks it's funny that people think I'm the smart one in the relationship, <laughs> but we have been married for 25 years this year and we have four kids. It used to be four teens, but our oldest, Shelby, who's on with me today, she just recently turned 20. So we, we went to an even year. We're 20, 18, 16, and 14. So we have a busy household that's full of fun.
2: Very busy, wow, and so many issues that surround uh, mm-hmm. teens and young adults going back to college everyone 's going back to school let 's talk about that how do how How do we go back to school <laughs> in the environment uh, is is difficult isn 't it
1: It is very difficult and i'll i 'll start off and and give you my perspective as a mom, and then i 'll let Shelby speak to her perspective but You know, Jennifer, my story is that I may be a nurse practitioner now and have written a book, but that is not where I started. I started as a girl with broken family relationships and addiction that ran through my family and the ways that that impacted my entire family ecosystem. And I started as a girl, the first woman in my family to go to college, a very timid student. And when I became a nurse practitioner, I was very insecure and I would coach parents on how to help their kids when I felt like a failure with mine. And when my oldest, when Selby became 13, we really were in conflict all the time and just found ourselves at odds. I felt like I was just failing her miserably until one day as we were driving down the road, she threw a book at my head while I was driving. And I own just as much responsibility of that because I had led us to a place of that frustration And I pulled over and I realized that in that moment, I was going to need a new skill set and a new mindset going forward, that I was going to have to relearn and unlearn things that I had learned in the past. And so that gave us a journey to now where she's in college and we have a really healthy relationship. It's not perfect because healthy relationships are not perfect and perfect relationships aren't possible. But it's been really amazing to see her, she's going into her junior year in college, and to see the journey that she's had. And so, Shelby, I'll let you share a little bit about your transition. So, Shelby, did you
2: did you really throw a book at your mom's head? And how did this um, come about? And, and have you resolved whatever that was that caused you to throw a book at your mom's head?
0: I did. I don't talk about it anymore. I'll let my mom talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going back to junior high, it's very rough for everyone, so I just sympathize for anyone going to eighth grade. You can do it. It's just one year. Um. But, yeah, definitely school is hard, and growing up and being a teenager is hard. Yes. Um, but I think for, sure, for all those moments, I think, and all those back to school and just figuring out your new group of friends it's really led me to where I am today, being able to go to college and just completely... Um, live on my own and try to figure out life there, but um, if it wasn't for all those awkward middle school days, definitely would not have grown to where
2: I am now. Mm-hmm. How did your mom, uh, how did your relationship evolve with your mom from, you know, a place of, of tension to where you appreciate and can talk to one another?
0: Yeah, I think, I just think about the junior high and I just really had no idea who I was and, you know, I was just so, um, I just cared so much about what other people thought about me and so because of that, I just felt so insecure, and I was really just miserable because I just felt like I didn't have a safe place, and, you know, my mom in her own way was trying to be my safe place, but I just really didn't want that, um, just being cynical as I was and growing up and thinking that everything is bad, um, but really, I think just growing through that, and when I fully began to realize just who I was and realized that, not everyone doesn't get me in that middle school one day, and um, that's when I think my mom's and I relationship really began to change because we got to be honest with each other, and see each other's intentions, um, and just be honest with one another. And now we are a lot closer, thankfully.
2: But that, that is so good. How do you think parents should talk to their uh, to their junior hires, really, or or even their high school kids? Are there ways uh, or, or things they shouldn't be saying or doing, or things they they could do that would be helpful for us to know?
0: Yeah, well, I think that's a great question. But I think that in a way that we talk to anyone, um, just giving them a lot of truth and love. You know, there's some things in junior high my mom had to be very truthful with me about. I mean, I didn't get Instagram until high school. Now I'm very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Cause I think of what I could have posted and that would have been very embarrassing. <laughs> um, so I think just being loving, first of all, just letting them know that you'll always be a safe space no matter what. They come to you with um, just showing your unconditional love, but also not allowing them to remain there and showing them truth and showing them the value and the worth that you see in them and trying to um, help them access their full potential and just live as um, they're designed to. I think it's just really important. So just being open and approachable and not defensive at first, because um, believe me, they will be defensive. You know, <laughs> I, I've only been 20 for a few months now. So I still struggle with this, but when you're a teenager, you're going to want to be defensive because you think that you're right about everything. Um, so it'll take time to kind of break down those walls and, and help see where we may have gotten it wrong a few times.
2: That's so good. Well, Dr. Jessica, how, how would you help us with just social skills for the parents <laughs> and how we can actually express our you know our, our concerns to our kids without pushing them away?
1: One of the things that Shelby has actually taught me is that she is such a good listener, and she's taught me to listen first and to really listen with my face and to hear where her heart is coming from. Exactly like she said, you know, learning to not be defensive. I mean, she was just as much a partner in that learning process as I was. You know, we both were learning to not be defensive with each other, and we really had to verbally say to each other, I will take you at your word. I will take you at face value because there was a lot of this insecurity like, okay, well, she said it was okay, but is it really okay? And she said she wasn't mad, but is she really mad? Maybe she is really mad. And, you know, just saying, if you say that you're not angry, then I'm just going to trust you in that. And I'll give you a story that I've shared um, before about Shelby going to college because we had worked on our relationship and worked through some Really tough communication to understand each other. She understood that, you know, I didn't have a mom, and so some things I didn't know how to do. And she gave me a lot of grace and space for that. And when she started was going to go away to college, I felt all of these old familiar fears start to rise up again, and think, oh, this is where she's not going to need me, and you know, this conflict is going to come back, and. So one day after she went for the first time her freshman year, I was on campus, and it had been about six weeks or so since I'd seen her. And I said, do you have time to meet me for dinner? And she said, no, I don't. I really have to study. And I thought, this is the new Jessica. I'm going to be okay with that. Mm. I'm going to be the mom who's supportive. And so I was a little upset, but I thought I'm going to let it go. And as I pulled into the parking lot of a restaurant to get in the drive-thru to get some food, I looked to my left and about 10 feet over, there's Shelby. And my first thought was, that's my baby. And my second thought was, what's she doing here getting food when she said she couldn't see me because she was studying. And so I thought, I'm just going to wait until I see her and play it cool. And so I waited until she kind of made eye contact with me across the parking lot. And I waved. And as soon as I did, she turned her back and she she ignored Mm. me. So I did what any mature mother would have done, and I started texting her furiously in the drive-thru saying, how could you do this? And she said, do what? And I was like, you just rejected me and crushed my soul. And she said, Mom, I didn't see you. I don't know what you were talking about. And, oh, I was just so angry. I'm so ashamed to admit. And it led to some conflict. And not too long after that, we she was home, and we had gone to the eye doctor, and they said, Ms. Pegg, um, her eyesight is so much worse than last time. She cannot see Mm. 10 feet in front of her face. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's it. I was projecting my fears onto her experience. And from her perspective, I had left her at college with no car. And so she was with a study group, but she was dependent on them for transportation. And so that's just a, a little funny, now funny example of how we've had to work together to, um, to really understand each other and give each other grace and respect and grace and space and respect and love
2: when to not assume that the other is doing the wrong thing or that the other doesn't care about you. I think that that is a great lesson from that as well, just not to assume anything negative at the (laughs) get-go, do a little investigation, and that's so powerful. Well, this is Dr. Jessica Peck. She is a nurse practitioner, but also she's written a book called Behind Closed Doors, and if you will go to drnursemama.com, that's drnursemama.com, you can learn about how to communicate with your teenager, with your young adult, and really talk about the tough issues and become closer that's really the goal isn't it to be close to our teen to be encouraging to them and to stay in relationships so she's going to help you to do that and with back to school coming we definitely need that so go to drnursemama.com i'm jennifer jackson and you have been listening to simply for women we're here to encourage you today as back to school is upon us We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.